0: listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Siddiqui and Zach Rizzuto. Let's get into our quarterback rankings. Let's do it. So the Bills are going to travel to Cincinnati for Monday Night Football, and that game has a chance to have some fireworks, right? Yeah. Whenever you have Josh Allen and Joe Burrow going up against each other with their weapons, it can happen. Um, So I have Josh Allen at one, Joe Burrow at two, respectively. Uh, Patrick Mahomes at three against denver mahomes is the only quarterback to throw for three touchdowns against denver this year and he can do it again although you know two of those touchdowns were those big plays by jack mckinnon uh in in the past game uh the last time these two played against each other yeah um and then we have justin fields and jared goff at four and five this week i'm not worried about fields man like he dropped 40 points the last time these two teams went up against each other so i expect him to bounce back in this one and goff you know at five yeah. this week, great at, matchup, yeah. high ceiling. And, you know, he just moves ahead of some guys that I just can't trust as much, which is crazy to say because I actually trust Jared Goff this week.
1: Yeah, it's easy to trust Jared Goff this week. Obviously, you look at the matchup that he has. It's against the, the, the Lions. Not, not he, against the Bears. And, sorry, I'm mixing up. I'm looking at my notes right here with Justin Fields. But he's, he's, he's playing against the Bears. They're allowing the second most fancy points of quarterbacks over the last two weeks and the ninth most over the entire season. There's no reason not to like this matchup. You know, we talked about it. They had a tough matchup against the Jets last, last a couple of weeks ago and they looked all right. But Jared Goff, He has high upside now with the receivers. Alman Ross St. Brown, obviously. And DJ Chark's been a contributor now, like you said. He's been right around 100 yards three of the last four games. I think he can get that again against a pretty easy matchup against the Bears secondary. And then also Justin Fields. I think he's a really strong start. You know, obviously, the Lions are allowing the most fantasy points season long to quarterbacks. And it's just going to be fireworks all around. This has, I think, the highest or the second highest. I think it's the highest. total. It's the highest over-under. Yeah, Mm -hmm. at 52. So that's really good news for fantasy. I think that this is can absolutely be a shootout. And Justin Fields, he's going to have more than 11 yards rushing. That was last week. That was an outlier.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Kirk Cousins at 6 against Green Bay. Uh, Dak Prescott at 7 against Tennessee. And, you know, like we just mentioned, but I'll reiterate it real quick, the Cowboys could be a little less run-heavy if Pollard is a little limited in this game. Right. Uh, But like you mentioned, it is a good matchup for quarterbacks. So Dak should be able to get it done either way. Um, Then, you know, but if Derrick Henry doesn't play, not sure Dak's ceiling is too high, uh, but at the end of the day, like it's the pass game that teams have had to, you know, utilize to produce against the Titans. So yeah. you know they're not letting up too much against the run. So still, I think Dak is still a solid, solid QB one this week.
1: I think Dak is a really good play. I'm just looking at the matchup and, like I said, the game script. We've seen Dak do his thing before. The passing attack has been working all season. Um, we saw it last week against a pretty tough matchup against the eagles i I like dak prescott in this matchup regardless of who plays or whatever i think that they have a chance to put up some points and put up some points early especially if tony pollard's limited and it puts more on dak's shoulders he'll be throwing the ball more he's one of my favorite starts this week obviously outside of the top four those guys justin fields patrick mahomes joe burrow josh allen i wouldn't start him over them but if you're talking about kirk cousins even jared goff i do like jared goff um I would seriously consider putting Dak in over Jared Goff. I think he's right in that range where he could be a top five quarterback this week. He was a QB one last week as well.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't go that far. Me, okay. I, I, maybe, maybe it's just I, a Cowboys I, fan of me. I don't know. But
1: I think <laughs> I think this could be a really good matchup for him. He could build on what he did last week.
0: And one of the reasons for that is because, you know, CD Lamb doesn't have a, an amazing matchup out of the slot this week. And it's really right. the the perimeter where, you know, the Titans have been, you know, really, really bad this year. Um, so yeah, that's my only concern, but you know, I'm with you because it's like, you think about how they're going to attack this team and it's like, you know, they're most likely going to attack through the air, through the air, uh, assuming that the Titans do end up playing. Um, the Titans starters him, mean. so <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Titans end up playing. <laughs> if the Titans, the <laughs> Titans are like, you know what, we'll just forfeit this yeah, game, I've, you know, keep everybody healthy, and we'll yeah. just see you in a week
1: 18. I've read <laughs> a couple articles. that are like, should the, should the Titans just forfeit this game? Oh, <laughs> it, it sucks because everyone's just betting right on the Cowboys. It's like, oh, this is easy. Cowboys win, it would be very Cowboys of
0: them to lose, but I don't think in, they're going in to in <laughs> Tennessee. In yeah. Tennessee, keep that in mind, too. All right. Trevor Lawrence at eight. Uh, I, I think I would put him ahead of. Dak this week and maybe even Cousins if this wasn't a tough matchup in Houston, yeah, um, matchup. he can ob- he can obviously overcome it, you know, which is why he's still a solid quarterback one this week. But you know, hopefully the Jaguars don't bench their starters this week, and you know he- he'll be good to yeah. go. Uh, <laughs> but I agree with you, man. Like I, you know, I think they're on a roll. You know, they keep that momentum going. You know, I think that's a big you know, and if you know if they do play their guys, like they can kill Houston this week, yeah. and then it'll be a huge momentum you know, he would be huge momentum going into a a very important week 18 game against the Titans.
1: Yeah, this is a completely different offense than what the Texans just went up against in the Titans. You know what I'm saying? Like Trevor Lawrence is balling. He's on fire. And they have plenty of weapons now. Travis Etienne has a really good matchup. They could get it done any way they want. Um, I do think it's going to be Travis Etienne's day. I do think if any quarterback is going to get it done at this point against Houston, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. They're season long, allowing the 29th least fancy points to quarterbacks, but they've cooled off a little bit and they're actually right in the middle of the pack. I think they're allowing 17th uh, most fantasy points to quarterbacks. So Houston, they're kind of coming back down to earth. Not as tough of, as a matchup. I think this is going to be their toughest battle um, so far that they've had in, in a couple weeks. So I think Trevor Lawrence can get it done. I do agree, though. I would keep him underneath guys like Dak, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff because of that matchup. I think he has much more upside in a better matchup.
0: Right. Yeah. And then I have Mike White at nine against Seattle because of the upside. You know, the matchup isn't amazing. Yeah. You know, it's solid. He threw for 315 yards uh, against the Bears, 369 against the Vikings, and then, you know, could have possibly hit 300 against the Bills if he didn't come out for a little bit, you know, in that game. When he got hit twice in the ribs. Yeah. Um, there's some brutal hits there. But it's interesting because, you know, no quarterback has thrown for 300 yards against the Seahawks since, since Jared Goff in that crazy game in week four. Yeah. Um one of the most one of the most uh you know uh memorable games of the season when it comes to fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh but so you know I am tempering expectations a little bit on on Mike White uh but I I do think that he has some more upside than a couple of these other guys this week you know especially given the fact that he has weapons you know and and we'll talk about a couple of these guys that I have after mm-hmm. him which might be a little bit surprising.
1: Yeah. It when I was putting these graphics together I was Mike White seemed a little bit high, but I understand where you're coming from. I mean, he has been a yardage guy. You know, he throws the ball a lot, and the offense does much better, obviously, with Mike White in the lineup than Zach Wilson. I think this system that he's, you know, going to be playing in is a little bit underrated. You know, it's not necessarily the level of the 49ers and the Eagles where any quarterback can come in. We saw Zach Wilson. He's not able to do that. But just a serviceable quarterback like Mike White, he can have a good day with Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore on the outside. Tyler Conklin isn't a bad tight end you know, and the running attack was on Van It's not what, is, what it's going to be with Brees Hall, but it's pretty good anyway. So I think that he can step in and be just fine. The matchup, um, we've seen the Seahawks be in a couple of shootouts. shootouts. Um, I'm surprised, uh, you know, you just said about that stat that no quarterback has thrown for 300 yards against Seattle since week four. I, I think that Mike White, be, Mike White might be a candidate to break that, you know, just break that streak and throw for those 300 yards because he has historically just been a guy to throw the ball downfield. And that's what we like to see in fantasy football. So I think this is kind of – it's a little bit high. It's closer to his ceiling than where I expect him to finish. But he definitely has it in him this week.
0: Yeah. I mean, he has Garrett Wilson. He has the weapons. Tyler Conklin, I feel like he's going to have a good game this week against Seattle. Um, I I like him. And Justin Herbert and Lamar Jackson, I have him at 10 and 11. You know, And I get it. It might seem a little crazy. But, you know, championship week, I'm just not sure I can trust either right now. Uh, Herbert has had good matchups, you know, the last four weeks. And in those four weeks, he's thrown a total of two touchdowns and three interceptions in yeah. that span. And now he gets the Rams who, you know, they've picked off quarterbacks eight times in the last five games. And they're giving up the the eighth least fantasy points to quarterbacks right now. So, you know, a couple of quarterbacks have been able to do their thing. Gino had three touchdowns against them several weeks ago. Um, you know, Mahomes, I think, threw for one touchdown against them, but did hit the 300-yard thre- threshold. Um, so, you know, this could go any way. But right now, Herbert, like, just a little bit tough the to trust. Are you starting no. Herbert over Mike White this week? I, I think that one's really close.
1: I'm just looking at it from if – if you put me in a vacuum – well, not necessarily a vacuum. Put me in a four-week vacuum. The last four games Mike White has played and the last four games Justin Herbert has played, Justin Herbert hasn't capitalized on any good matchup. And you watch him, the eye test says Justin Herbert's a very good quarterback. You know, he's throwing darts all over the field regardless of where he is positioned, if he's on the run or not. He looks like a really good quarterback. But yeah. the touchdowns just haven't been there, just inexplicably, too. Keenan Allen's catching 10 passes. None of them are touchdowns. Mike Williams had no touchdowns. Austin Eckler ran two in. This is supposed to be a pass-first offense for the Chargers, and it hasn't been. So I'm kind of, like I said, I think that you might be onto something here with Mike White over him um, because of that upside. I think Mike White has a better chance of throwing a touchdown or a couple touchdowns at least than this point. At this point, then, Justin Herbert does this week against a pretty tough, like you said, Rams defense that's allowing the eighth-least fantasy points of quarterbacks. And it hasn't been much better. Obviously, you can look at splits. Season-long, that's the eighth-least. And then the last four, it's actually the sixth-least. So it's yeah. not a very good matchup at all for Justin Herbert. And since he hasn't been capitalizing on those good matchups, how can you expect him to capitalize on a bad matchup?
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then Lamar at 11, you know, assuming that he's back, you know, he has I guess he has a floor that you can depend on yeah, but you know, if I'm trying to put up some big points this week, I'm not sure Lamar is the play for me. You know, he hasn't right. shown his ceiling since week 3 of this season. You know, is he really going to be running like that after the PCL injury? You know, and like mm-hmm. without too many weapons, like it doesn't scream upside to me. This seems like a little bit of a trap, you know, with Lamar back, you know, and potentially trusting him, you know, against Pittsburgh, you know. Yeah. Is he going to be running? Like does he have this does he does he have it in him to rush for 60 70 yards? in his first game back from the PCL injury, like, I, I don't know, you know, and then yeah. and because of that unknown, I'm not sure. Like if I have some of these other guys, you know, as options, I might just, I might go with those other guys.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm 100% with you. We saw obviously Justin Fields had a shoulder injury. He came back and they lowered his rushing snaps, you know, obviously um, just because of that injury. And that was just something that doesn't really affect his legs. You know, that was shoulder, obviously you want to take care of him, but this is something where Lamar Jackson's coming off a knee injury pretty much the most important part if you're going to be running of the body so (laughs) i would say that lamar jackson combined that injury coming off of that combined with the fact that he hasn't had much of a ceiling outside the first three weeks also combined with the fact that it's going to be a tough gritty game against pittsburgh who are scrapping to try and make a playoff make the playoffs or just you know get that non-losing season for mike tomlin you also have to consider that in the last four games the steelers are allowing the third least fantasy points to quarterbacks all signs are just pointing down for lamar jackson and The Ravens have a playoff spot clinched. So, is there really a need to have Lamar Jackson go out and put himself on the line, you know, in this game? I don't know. I think they're going to definitely take it easy with him. They're going to call it so that he doesn't have to worry about getting hurt. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, and obviously this is just speculation. Like, if I would consider maybe not even playing Lamar Jackson at this point, let him get all the way healthy because this game at the end of the day isn't going to mean a whole lot. It might help with seeding if they win this game, but there's not much on the line for the Ravens at this point. They're in the playoffs. I don't like Lamar Jackson hardly at all this week. He might be outside the QB1 conversation for me.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you, man. It's crazy (laughs) to say, isn't it? Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I have him at 12 against Minnesota. (laughs) The the way that it sounds, it seems like you're starting Aaron Rodgers over Lamar. Um, Yeah. But, you know, I think he needs Christian Watson for him to be placed this high, right? Like, with Aaron Jones a little bit banged up too obviously he's a factor in the pass game as well you know so not sure I want to really trust Aaron Rodgers if Watson is out you like would you agree with that like he kind of hasn't done a whole lot even in good matchups before yeah. Watson started coming on um i think I- the floor can be there but the ceiling yeah. won't be there if, even in a good matchup if Watson doesn't go
1: I trust Aaron Rodgers this week just because it's against Minnesota. You know, we said you can start anybody against Minnesota. If Daniel Jones can get it done with Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James, I think Aaron Rodgers can get it done too. With Christian Watson, if he doesn't play, I don't think he's going to reach his potential for this week. But I think even if he doesn't maximize his potential, he's still going to be a solid start. I have him. I have a couple of, like, really solid starts. He's one of my guys I have picked out this week because it's obviously Minnesota. But yeah, I think who passes. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a bit of a role too. You know, they're winning games and they're trying to get to the playoffs. So I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers has a really good week this week. And yeah, I would definitely start him over Lamar Jackson at this point because there's just so many questions surrounding him. I think Aaron Rodgers is a much safer bet in a much better matchup. Even without Christian Watson, I I think he finishes as a low-end QB1. And he can be a mid-QB1 if Christian Watson plays. He has that type of upside.
0: What's worse, a low-end QB1 or a mid-QB1?
1: So... A mid QB one would be better. A low end QB one would be.
0: Yeah, right. I know. I was just, yeah. a, I was just kidding. That was just
1: obviously, obviously I, I that, yeah, that
0: was obviously. my attempt at a, at a joke. I get, it. yeah, the joke. mid,
1: mid, yeah, I hear you. It's, it's a <laughs> solid. We'll go with solid QB one. Solid. That's the new word <laughs> choice we here. We're working on this. We'll get this right for next season, guys. <laughs> I don't want
0: to confuse. Aaron Rodgers right. mid. Yeah, he's mid. Geno <laughs> uh, Smith against the Jets at thirteen. If Jalen Hurts is out. Gardner Minshew at 14, you know, tough matchup for Gino. That's why I have him all the way down here, Uh, potentially without Lockett. Right. So that's what it comes down to for me as well. So, like, are we going Minshew? I have Minshew at 14 right now on this graphic here. Mm -hmm. Are we going Minshew over Gino against Uh, New Orleans if Lockett's out?
1: They have very similar matchups as far as, you know, difficulty. I would probably go Minshew. Just because I like Mm -hmm. the offense around him more. Geno Smith has come back down to earth a little bit. And like I said, they struggled without Tyler Lockett. And I think that he's a big reason why the offense was able to go. Obviously, DK Metcalf's a good receiver. And Kenneth Walker's a good running back. But Tyler Lockett is that quarterback-friendly guy that'll move the chains for you when nobody else will. They missed that last week. We saw it. They had trouble moving the ball against Kansas City's defense. Of all defenses, we thought that would be a shootout. It wasn't. So, I think as long as that's the, the case, I mean, if Tyler Lockett plays, I think we can move him, we keep him here or move him up a little bit. But I, I think Gardner Minshew is to play at this point, assuming that Tyler Lockett doesn't play.
0: Would you go Minshew over Rodgers if Christian Watson's out? Or are you, are, are you do you love, Chris, you love, it seems like you would really like Aaron Rodgers this I week.
1: I like Aaron Rodgers this week. You know, obviously, Gardner Minshew, he's in a good system. He's He was efficient last week against the Cowboys defense. But I think Aaron Rodgers has a better floor and a higher upside where Gardner Minshew, you know, I think he can put up 20 points, but it's not going to be like Aaron Rodgers this week. So I think how that. About, how okay. about Lamar? <sighs> yeah, that's really close. Between Gardner and Lamar, I would say yeah. I can't, I'm tempted to play Gardner Minshew. I'm I tempted. Hear you. And who would Stay ever, it, right? who would ever think we would be having this discussion? Like, I'm going to be on record. You ever see that freezing cold <laughs> takes fantasy uh, Instagram page?
0: Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Of course. I'm
1: gonna be on there saying that, oh, I would start Gardner Minshew over Lamar Jackson
0: this
1: week. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. Where well but... just
0: don't say it in a sentence. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying?
1: Can you rely yes. on Gardner Minshew over Lamar Jackson in your championship week? I think you could if it came down to it. Everything is pointing down for Lamar. And Gardner Minshew looked perfectly fine last week. He has playmakers, he's in a better offense, obviously. So I think he could get away with it. I'm not saying think, that he's going I think to, but I think comes he could get to. away with it.
0: It comes down to him having AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard, right? Like yeah. that's really what it comes down to. Lamar doesn't have anybody, you know. Yeah. Mark has been <laughs> underperforming. <you laughs> that's know? the trouble. So, yeah. So yeah, I think I might. Yeah, I think I might do that. Maybe maybe we got to go Aaron Rodgers at eleven, Gino at twelve, Lamar thirteen. I'm sorry, Gardner at thirteen and Lamar at fourteen. Wow.
1: Yeah. As okay. weird as that sounds, he is now. If we put him there, out of QB one territory, he's now high on QB two, and that's what he's been playing like. I mean, when he's been
0: healthy. That's what we've yeah. seen. It's true. Tom Brady at 15 against Carolina. Um, you know, obviously hasn't shown a ceiling at all this year. Good matchup last week. Couldn't come through. But, you yeah, know, decent matchup this week. He could get it done. Uh, Brock Purdy at 16 against Vegas. Good matchup there so that he's elevated up to a mid-quarterback. Quarterback two. I'm sorry, solid quarterback two. Uh, yeah. Daniel Jones against Indy at 17. Derek Carr against San Francisco at 18. Uh, you know, he's come through in terrible matchups so uh, no. Derek Carr should be fine this week fire him up uh deshaun watson <laughs> fire him up deshaun watson at 19 against washington and then sam darnold you know who isn't a great quarterback but in, he's getting it done in the system that he's in he's managing it you know it, okay right yeah uh he's at 20 he has dj Moore. you know he has he, he has him and you know as long as he has him he could put up some decent numbers so yeah any 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 comments 15 to 20
1: yeah, I think Brock Purdy. You know what you're getting with him, and like I said, he's been using George Kittle like you're supposed to use George Kittle, which has been great to see. Yep. Um, he has he thrown he's thrown one touchdown outside of George Kittle, I think, and that was Brandon Knight one touchdown, and so he's yep. obviously relying on George Kittle. As long as George Kittle's playing, I'm okay starting Brock Purdy. You know what you're getting with him. He's gonna be right in that uh, you know mid to low solid. Sorry, excuse me, solid to low quarterback two range. Um, I don't think he has a whole lot of upside. They're not gonna ask him to do that much. And in this matchup, I could see the Niners going up pretty easily on on the Raiders. So they're not going to have to rely on Brock Purdy a whole lot, but he can be efficient where he can score your points. If you're chasing just security at the quarterback and you have no better options, I would go with Brock Purdy. But I think even Lamar Jackson should be started over Brock Purdy at this point, even though Lamar Jackson, his upside might be seriously hampered because he doesn't have that rushing upside. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.